go. Welcome to Secret Bosses Podcast. The, my name is The Doctor, or Nick, and I'm here with Churro. Hello. And uh, we are back at it again. Just uh, going to be talking about Nintendo Switch today. The hype is so real, and we are so close. And I don't know about you, Churro, but I am just so antsy at this moment. Oh, man, I I don't even know where to start. It's... Uh, to put in perspective, this is literally the Wednesday before its release. So, literally tomorrow, in a well, like in about what is it now? Like twenty six hours, twenty seven hours, something like that. I'm bad at math. We should be getting it. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty stoked. Um, it's basically the only thing I've been able to think about all day. Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. What else can I say? I uh I have been just nonstop trying to avoid spoilers. First of all, for games, but just nonstop uh, checking YouTube for reviews and for more information and what Miyamoto is saying and what Anuma is saying <laughs> and just I think I've heard the same news multiple times from different people but i just still want to see if there's something new or something different or something maybe i missed just right. trying to learn everything right right i'm like and i like you know with with the uh the actual like uh reviews and stuff going out um even though it's like kind of the same story everywhere of oh we can't really like we can't give it a really fair review because you know there's a day one patch so there's a lot of stuff missing but man that's i've just been consuming it all just everything right yeah i uh, i'm going to sites that i don't think i've ever been to in order to just learn more <laughs> right. um I'm, I'm super fascinated with uh the potential of tasting a nintendo switch game cartridge because apparently that's a thing now <laughs> Uh, so I hear, so I hear. <laughs> and uh, I think I've seen this console at every angle imaginable, but it's just not good enough. <laughs> right? No, yeah, not not until I get it into my own hands, really get a chance to sit down with it, and not move away from it for uh, good twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, that being said, let's let's go into talking about uh, our top six or our six things that we're looking forward to um, with the Nintendo Switch. Would you like to go and start that off? Yeah, actually, um, really big thing uh, yesterday, Tuesday, the twenty twenty eighth, twenty eighth of February. Yeah. Man, I had a hard time. Um, <laughs> We saw a big, uh, their Nindies or Nintendo Indies a showcase that they had, uh, that they were streaming online, showing off a lot of great, a lot of great games, uh, really proving some, uh, some support, some big support for, for indie titles. Um, that, that was huge because it's been a big worry of, you know, how much stuff we're actually going to be seeing. Uh, on the console, especially with the Wii U, and you know, and anything that was worthwhile was very few and far between. Right. So that that was a, that was a big plus, especially when when everyone's that's you know anyone that's looking forward to it is so hyped this week. 
to have that you know very early on the same week that it's going to come out just kind of like you know was that that bow on top of the uh of the present it was so that that's that's one thing i'm really hyped about is uh just the, the amount of support that the the indies are going to be giving which makes it seem like nintendo's going to be uh working very closely with uh making sure that we're that they're uh working with these developers to uh get get it onto the switch and such so absolutely and i think uh to add to that i think we're looking at you know and it's been said before but we're looking at a, a very different nintendo we've got a nintendo that essentially has their backs against the wall and there's no other company that i know of that will just keep throwing stuff at the wall and see what six like nintendo and they came up with the switch so it's just really interesting to see uh, just a, a new nintendo uh, build off you know all the great stuff that they've done but they're just coming out swinging uh, unlike with the wii u yeah yeah for sure it it uh it definitely feels like like from from looking at the wii u and having played with it um and then seeing what the switch is you definitely see that like that that same thought going into it but now it's at a position at a point to where they were actually able to go with the you know complete that vision of what what possibly um could have been at the, you know in the wii u's life cycle that you know technology probably just wasn't there for it to be uh at that at that kind of like quality of a game i, I guess right. is the best way to put it yeah we're uh it's definitely definitely interesting uh to see where they're going and the kind of support that they have from from indies uh and not only from the indie developers but the support that they're giving back to the indie developers right, is right. um it's really that two-way street that i think is gonna in long term help it be successful um, for me, one of the biggest things that I'm interested in, um, first off, I think it's just a fantastic idea and I think it's, it should do well, but I'm interested to see how this, you know, this kind of new Nintendo, like where they take the switch, you know, what games that they're going to, um, bring to it. I, really, I'm, I'm interested in the potential, uh, because I don't think that we've, we have even started scratching the surface of of what they're planning on doing with the switch and how this kind of new concept is going to be, you know, <clears throat> their future. Uh, so if it's successful, it's obviously going to, going to go different places than if it was, if it tanks, but um, I'm really just interested to see where this is going to go. And uh, that's, it's really exciting just to see the state of Nintendo at this point. Right. Right. I mean, how can you not love the, you know, the idea of, taking a triple a game like zelda and bringing it wherever you go and not 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 a handheld you know uh, uh 2d which you know there's nothing wrong with those games but i mean taking this gorgeous beautiful game just wherever you want to go is just pretty amazing yeah and and that's where it has i uh, you know where i think it has a, a leg up um you know it's it's the obvious uh a benefit to to the the proposition of a switch because yeah you know it's not going to hit the the same graphical quality that you're going to have on an xbox or on a ps4 definitely nothing like a pc but 
none of those you know you can't take any of that anywhere maybe a laptop but even then that's not something as small and sleek you know it's looking at pictures it's still smaller than the wii u gamepad which you know as i'm sure you've seen where you know many pictures online of people taking the wii u gamepad like uh well the whole wii u system and being able to play off the gamepad not like on a plane or on a um like on a train or something I was that guy, yeah. <laughs> I fondly remember um, playing some Mario Kart uh, in an airport. Yeah, so it's that's that's just the just the kind of like value that I that I can see with that because yeah, I I love you know my other my other consoles. I have you know each of them has their 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 games that I really like on it, but do they have like. Zelda. I, I take my 3DS with me everywhere as it is right now, right. so just the idea of being like, hey, the next big Zelda is going to be a full, you know, console experience, but at the same time, I can take it with me. <clears throat> yeah, right. it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and it's that kind of potential that you think, okay, I can take Nintendo games with me, which, you know, we've always been, to, to a certain extent, been able to take Nintendo games and, you know, some other third-party games with us on 3DS, uh, Game Boys, etc. Uh, but now we get these big console games, and we're seeing Zelda right now. We're seeing Splatoon. We're going to see uh, you know, Super Mario Odyssey. But then I start to think about, oh, wait, uh, you know, what about Skyrim? And you know, what other third parties are... So you know, what is the potential of seeing just these big games anywhere that you happen to be, you know, for three to six hours but what's the potential there that's exciting yeah, yeah and it's really exciting yeah especially with e3 right around the corner it's <laughs> we can only imagine what we're gonna get out of that right all right uh next one go for it and you're kind of putting me on the spot here because I feel like there's so much. <laughs> there's so much, and I can't think of anything at the moment. Um, man, I, I, I'm at a loss. I guess you can go. I'll, I'll think of yeah, something sure. while you're talking. Uh, Pro Controller. I'm really excited about this Pro Controller. Um, I have heard... I, in the beginning, I started hearing some really good things, and a couple mixed things came out, but... Since um, all of the since all of the uh, press has started getting their hands on the Pro Controller, I hear nothing but great things about the Pro Controller. Um, people are saying it's one, it's the best. It's one of, if not the best, controller, like uh, the kind of classic controller that Nintendo has made, which we all hold the GameCube controller so high uh, for good reason. <laughs> that Wave Bird, uh, you, you just can't beat that thing. So I'm really, really excited to get that in my hands and see what it's like i hear that the only thing that can break a wave bird is time mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i i still have one but i think it's uh it's at that point now where it's i can't it's not really dependable anymore but man it's been how long since those have came out and it's just starting to show those uh those signs of dying right um yeah that's nintendo knows what they're doing with with uh with controllers and just the uh, you know everything that I've seen is always, always screams quality, even if it's uh even if it's something that's not as uh what's the 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well received, <laughs> such as like the the Wii U, while sure. a great great console in its own right. You know, you can't you cannot argue the quality of say Mario Kart Eight or you know, any any of the first party games. Mario three, Super Mario Three D World it looked amazing, and this is something that's right. like I I don't recall what you know the the actual. Um, you know, res- native resolution, it was pushing that out, but man, it looked fantastic. Yeah, looked definitely. They, they definitely have a, have an, uh, they have the attention for, for detail and they have an eye for it. So, and I, I, you know, I've never been upset with a, a controller of theirs. Maybe the Nintendo 64 was a bit wonky after some <laughs> time. <laughs> Just, uh, it was not that great of a stick for anyone that's played, uh, uh, Mario Party One will attest to, <laughs> so, but man, other than yeah. that, I, you know, destroyed that, that stick. <laughs> yeah, so many. I had a a sock that you would you know put on your hand to to keep oh, you yeah. from getting those blisters. Good times. Oh, yeah. Good times. And uh, I really like, and it just it's an odd thing to me, but I really like the. Uh, you know that kind of like hazy um gray that you can like barely see the insides to for the pro controller um that really throws me back to gamecube days for uh you know n64 days that's yeah, i think that's just a nice little touch it seems so retro to think of a of like a, a translucent body to a controller i i don't like i don't think anyone like what? What was the last legit like first party controller you seen like that? I think the last one would have probably been either like a Nintendo one or a PS2 one. Yeah. You know, other than that, it's always just been the uh, you know like the third party like GameStop name brand right. <laughs> controllers. <laughs> you know the the ones that you kind of get as a throwaway. You know, your cousin's gonna right. come over and he has a habit of throwing controllers, so you let him use the the cheapy knockoff. You got for like fifteen bucks, so but, uh, yeah. yeah, no, the the, the translucentness, man, that that takes me back. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they'll do um, if they'll do anything like that with the um, the Joy Cons. Uh, do a translucent. I mean, they already have colors, so um, and then the same the same the other way. Well, are they going to do some colors with the Pro Controller? So I'm interested to see where that goes because I would definitely get like a green colored Pro Controller. I'd be all over that. I'm now that you bring that up, man. I'm just scared. I'm terrified of that. <laughs> uh, I have had two of the original 3DSs, particularly because of of special editions. I've had, and then oh man, three of the new 3DSs. One of the smaller, like uh, new 3DS, and then two of the XLs, both of which were Zelda versions. So. If they start doing this thing of releasing special edition Joy-Cons, I am going to be out of money very quickly. <laughs> luckily, luckily, you know, they're $80. It's not it's not like a 3DS was like 200 bucks. So sure. It's, it's quite a difference, but it's still it's going to I feel like it's going to be one of those things where I'll open a drawer in my room and there'll be like 10 different Joy-Cons and they'll be like, oh, maybe I want to take a, a green and a purple today, you know, just slide those bad boys right. on. But 
man, I, 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 I see that being a thing that they do, and I see that being a thing that I will stand against, but will still gladly give money for, because <laughs> I've done it yeah. so many times in the past. Is uh, what's going to stop me now? I guess. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I would have. I am kind of the person who, and I did this with the Wii U. Is I knew that the Wii U Pro controller was going to be, you know, it's a pretty solid controller. I got one. I liked it, and I knew it would probably be the best way to play, uh, you know, Mario Kart. Um, and most people would, you know, prefer to play it that way. So I ended up buying four Pro controllers because I wanted to play with my friends, and we got a lot of use out of them playing Mario Kart Eight. So it's one of those things where I'm like, oh man. If they start releasing colors, I want to buy so many Pro Controllers. <laughs> oh man, tell me about it. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah, that and that's. I guess controllers are just that one thing that's like it's not too expensive, but it's it's in, it's enough for it to be like ooh, that was kind of a kind of an unnecessary expense. At the same time, right. in your mind, you're like, "No, that was completely necessary." <laughs> you I know, for that. yeah, I I needed that. What does it do different? Nothing. It's green. You know, it's like green. Yeah. Other, I think the biggest, like, you know, the the Xbox One Elite controller was like quite possibly the most expensive controller I've ever purchased, and although, like, um. 99.9% of the games that I have on Xbox, I don't use any of the additional features of it, like the paddles in the back or anything. Right. I mainly use it for Halo. And that right. Is, so I'm like, ah, probably didn't really need to, but yeah. That's actually, to. yeah, that one actually, I'm going to go a little different with you on that one. I actually don't, the only thing I really care for is the actual like heft of the Elite controller. Okay. And um, and the grips on the back, like the the grips. I think that's that's my favorite part. And I don't use any of the mods for it. I I except for the the improved D pad, you know, okay. the more like the flat one, which I, I like that D pad a lot better. But um, yeah, it's just uh, that one particularly wasn't a, it wasn't huge for me. But controllers in general, especially this Pro controller, um, I'm pretty excited to get that thing in my hands. I'm gonna I have one on day one, so. Yeah, same, same here. I I'm definitely I, I have a one for myself and one for the wife. So we will <laughs> we will we will at least be getting use out of that. Um, but uh, now that I was thinking a little bit more about it, my exciting thing, I guess, that I sure. like is that uh, it's it seems at least for the time being that Nintendo's kind of learned their lessons about launching a system the right way this time around to where Wii U came, you know Wii U was announced and it came out but in all reality how much stuff did you know like of that first year that you were just like oh for sure getting this for sure getting that I know for myself I bought it because I knew stuff was going to come out for it like that was a. It, there was, I don't think I. There was really anything like on my radar of like, oh yeah, that's that's coming out this you know summer or whatever. But mm-hmm. it was one of those things where it's like Nintendo Zelda. It's obviously going to happen. Little did I know that that was going to be delayed all the way up until the next generation, and we were going to get two remasters. But you know they were <laughs> remasters of games that I really liked, so I, you know, let it slide on that. But 
Zelda, right at launch. Big thing. Later in the year, we have a new Mario. Uh, Splatoon's coming out. A Splatoon 2. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, there's so many big hitters coming out so so soon after each other. Right. I'm I'm super glad. Because, like I said, with the Wii U, I got it. Yeah, I played some stuff on it, but it was like... I played, what was it, New Super Mario Brothers U, and then I was like, well, now I wait. Right. Well, you know, what else is going to come out? And I really didn't play it a whole lot until I got uh, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Then, you know, I, I got really hooked on that. But, you know, if it wasn't for that, what I don't know what else I would have played on it until... What was the next game that came after that? I guess... Was it Mario Kart? I don't remember. It just feels like so long ago. Yeah. I know uh, Pikmin Pikmin 3 was out for a bit, I believe. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm not a big Pikmin fan. Uh, the Pikmin 3 was, was fine enough. I thought it was a well-developed game. Um, I played maybe like six hours of it, but um, the drought was absolutely real for yeah. the Wii U. And we should know we live in California, so yeah, <laughs> we we know a thing or two about droughts. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was definitely like that was that was tough, and it and it doesn't help that the 3ds felt exactly the same with their launch. It was nothing, nothing on the 3ds, and for it to be so expensive right out the gate. Right. Luckily, you know you 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 know for early adopters, I don't know if you were, but I got the, uh, I was a 3DS ambassador, so I got all those free, what was it, like 10 free games or something like that, which was pretty oh, fun. Nice. So that that was kind of, I don't think that that made it worth it, but it was one of those things where it's like, ah, I was going to buy the 3DS anyway. It just would have been nice if, say, like, the, you know, the Ocarina of Time 3D had come out sooner to make it more worthwhile, but uh, it just kind of right. felt like too... Two really mediocre launches, which is unfortunate because even like the PS4 launch felt like that to me. Uh, I didn't have it. I didn't buy an Xbox One at launch, but I remember in the debate of one, you know, which one I was going to get because I was only going to get one of them at launch. In that debate, I was like, well, neither of them really have like any big launch titles that I really want to play. But I know friends that are also going to get a PS4, so I'll get that so we can at least you know, play whatever crappy games come out together and hope hope to have some fun with that. But it, it just it felt, it feels like all the more recent launches of everything, you know, Nintendo included, were kind of disappointing. But this one, man, I'm super stoked for. Super stoked. Right. Yeah, you know, and um, it's, it's interesting because... Uh, the consoles like you know PS4 and uh, Xbox One's their their launch lineups were pretty solid, but they weren't they weren't quite you know I think we we all kind of forget that in the beginning it's a bit tough going um, you know the, the the systems are pushing you know whether it's better graphics or whatever it is more power um, and in the case of the Switch you know it's pushing a new idea. Uh, you know, right. new ways to play. Um, it, it takes some time for third-party developers to really get on board with those. Um, so it, it doesn't surprise me 
and, and to me, it doesn't it doesn't worry me. Um, I'm I'm looking for it like again, like I said earlier, the potential. I think that there's there's such a strong potential there, and that you know if if it sells really well, then uh, it's going to get the support. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, and that's um the um. I had a thought, and you know, it just completely skipped my mind. So I'm just not gonna even try to try to remember. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt like such a good one too. But uh, if it, if it comes back, I'll, I'll I'll say it. But yeah, it's it's tough. Um, it's like you can't. You want to put all you can into, you know, your newest greatest thing, but at the same time, it's like, well, why put everything into it? if not everyone's going to get it right away and and you know like you know with the ps4 with the xbox one and even with this with the switch there's you know i guess cross-generational games coming out on that came out or are coming out with each of those you know i half of the games that launched for xbox one and ps4 were games that were also out on xbox 360 and the ps3 you know albeit with um you know, better quality, you know, better quality graphics, better, you know, so much more um, graphical fidelity and features and higher resolutions and higher frame rates, you know, all that stuff included. But, you know, we also have, sure. you know, uh, Breath of the Wild on Wii U as well as Switch. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, but uh, I, I really, it, from what it sounds like, at least from um, my point of view, uh, and people that I've talked to, people at work even, are you know are getting pretty excited about the Switch. <laughs> a good coworker sure. of mine's already planning on a, either going really early or even going you know a couple hours before midnight to see if he can snag himself one since he didn't get a pre-order. So nice. Yeah, that's that's always uh that's always cool. So yeah, that's that's awesome. And you know that kind of makes me think about uh, things about. Something else I'm excited for, um, which I, I feel like it might have just slipped my mind. Um, uh, I'm excited for something. <laughs> well, I'll come in because you did two in a row. I'll do two in a row. Uh, cool. A return of local multiplayer. Uh, a oh, focus yeah. on local multiplayer. Good one. Yeah, e- even though, like I said before, me and, and Nancy are going to each have our own. But with stuff like Snipper Clips, I know I'm gonna definitely be picking that up at launch, especially considering the fact that it's like what twenty dollars. That's that, yeah. that's nothing for something launch that, day. Yep. For something that's multiplayer, a little you know, uh, a puzzle game. No idea how long it's gonna be or you know, how much time you're really expecting to get out of it. But man, that is one of those things where I I remember. Uh, when the Wii U came out, having new Super Mario Brothers U, I don't think I played a single level of that without Nancy. We just went through that whole game, basically together, completely all co-op. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's been a while since anything's come out that has really had that kind of a focus, and it seems like there's so much that's coming out that has that kind of a idea. Of uh, bringing people together like that, which is of course the, like a, a big part of the console, considering it comes with two controllers out of yeah. the box, which hasn't happened in forever. Or 
SNES days, I guess. Did that come with two controllers? I want to say it did. Because I had two, and I know it for sure. I didn't buy a second one. I don't know. I could be lying. I was young. Um, was. Yeah, I believe the <laughs> the Super Nintendo... Yeah, as far as uh, I'm seeing here, Super Nintendo came with two controllers. I think N64 was the last one. Because if, like, if you got the special one that had the atomic purple controller and the standard gray, a.k.a. the boring gray, yeah and the cool purple yeah yeah that's that that's something that's cool like as much oh it, sorry uh, it was a a super set that of the super Nin, of the snes that uh came with two controllers uh, ooh, okay. so you could get it with two controllers but it wasn't like the standard SKU or sku was a single uh single controller oh man I see, I don't even remember. I, I just remember specifically one day going with my dad to Sears and getting a Super Nintendo, and that's all I remember. Yeah. I remember packing up a, uh, the, the NES and not touching it for a long, long, long time. Good times. But, uh, man, it's, it's uh, kind of a bummer to think that no, nothing comes with two controllers because who wants two controllers when everything's online? You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> but Man, like, but, you know, go ahead. I was going to say, I just feel like everything that everything that I've seen on Switch that's multiplayer has local multiplayer support or split-screen support, which... Right. And who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought that that would be such a scarcity nowadays? Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's even something that I, I've heard recently that um, Halo, you know, three four three will be <laughs> will be including, you know, local multiplayer in their games again. Um, it's obviously something people want. You know, people right. people do enjoy playing games online, I and mean, we all do. But um, there's something just very very different and amazing about playing playing local multiplayer, just being being around people and playing the games. I think that. Uh, it's not something that should ever go away, and the fact that the Switch really enables that uh, is just is fantastic. Right now, in since you brought up Halo, in a situation like that, I definitely like having my own screen, but I know having that option available is always great. Oh you yeah, know, you, you have friends that either that either don't have an Xbox or whatever and they you know you just want to play you know play online or something it's it's like well, well we can't really do that on halo we can play something else but yeah that's that's definitely that's definitely a, a, a bonus of that and even like what is it the just like that what always was pretty cool was the support that uh, uh rocket league has i'm not not really big into rocket league but just the PC version, you can actually do split screen on that, but instead of it just splitting your screen, you can literally, if you have like dual monitors or triple monitors, you can give everyone their their own monitor. Oh, nice! So you can actually extend it that far. So I'm like, that's that's pre that's pretty sweet. Cause yeah, you're sharing essentially split screening, but you still have your own your own full screen. You know, I'm not. I'm not expecting anything like that from from the Switch or, you know, any console, you know, 
anytime soon, but just, you know, it's, it's nice to see that there's uh, that kind of uh, supports making a resurgence and, you know, developers, especially nowadays, it's a lot easier for them to, to, uh, or at least for fans to be heard and hopefully developers can listen and uh, make those kinds of, uh, make those kinds of changes. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's, I think it's something that we, um, you know, so fondly remember there's so many games and you know maybe now we you might prefer the halo on a single screen or uh there's certain games definitely that i don't mind it not being there um I'm a, you know big fan of destiny and I, I would prefer my own screen for that but right there are so many games that we played in the past you know whether it was like mario games or um mario kart or um, I, I fondly remember playing some uh, Portal on split screen. So there's there's just so many there's so many reasons why it's it's still very valid. And uh, even if you only play on one Switch or you have two Switches and you're playing together like that, that's that's great. I, I think that again, I'm really excited to see that there. And uh, for those people who are really going to use it, um, I think it's just I think it's awesome. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and uh, that was uh, surprisingly one thing that the that the Wii U was actually still able to do. I know with um, like Pokemon Tournament uh, and Splatoon, they had the option to where one person can play on a on a TV and the other person would play off of the off of the game pad. Um, although with Splatoon, it really wasn't the same experience because I think that was only like like a local multiplayer thing so it was kind of just a a 1v1 type of scenario i don't recall cuz right. I, I i never played that that mode or i never tried it like that so i don't know exactly what it was but i know it wasn't like a full online um game i know it was something like a one on one thing but with uh i know with pokemon tournament it was definitely uh you know you can play against each other like that since it was a fighting game it's not really like you were going to go online and do a whole lot with uh, two people on it, but yeah, that was a uh, that was pretty 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 nice to have, especially in a for the for the, you know a, f- a fighting game that well there was so much regard revolving around that Pokemon tournament why it had to be done that way and how like one person always had to use a gamepad it, it was just very weird but it is what it is right um so. I guess one more thing uh, we could talk about and we can move on uh, to Nindies. I'm really excited about, or I'm just really, I'm not maybe necessarily excited. I'm trying to reserve my excitement, but really interested to see how this uh, online app voice chat thing is going to work. I feel like, you know, there's definitely some people who are already doing it. I know discord and, uh, you know, is there Skype and those kind of things that that work for that? Um, so right. I'm really interested to see. You know, it's it's not a new concept, so I just really like to see how Nintendo plans on taking advantage of it, especially since they're charging for it, which I'm not too worried about as long as you know the quality's there. Yeah, and that that seems to be another thing that since they haven't really talked about it, it I, I know in the in the communities and circles that I that I frequent online, it's it's a big concern because it's you know you don't really know how if everything's going to work a big concern is if well if you're 
chatting through a phone app, how are you going to hear your game if you have headphones in? Like, is it going to somehow sync that and have audio going through the phone from the game as well? Like, that's, you know, and I, I definitely get that concern because we don't know how exactly the voice chat's going to work, if it's, you know, if it can be done from the console itself or if it has to be done through a, a smartphone app. Which right. it always seems like the wording of these of the answers that you know that uh, Nintendo will give at during interviews is very very vague, and it always seems to point into to one one of the directions, but the next time it sounds more like the other way. And I guess we won't know. We won't know until it's fully out or until they talk more about it. I know they they mentioned that you know the the paid online service wasn't going to be wasn't it wasn't going to be paid until fall was it right yeah so there's yeah. going to be some time before that we would i guess be able to hopefully test you know the, the all the functionality of it and you know you know really make a decision at that point but you know what they've been saying as far as price if it's somewhere around $30 per year like i i'd pay that you know, even if I use something else like Discord for, uh, for voice chat or like Skype. Sure. Because you know, I, I'm sure there's going to be some games that I'm going to want to play online. You know, Mario Kart. Um. Some of the some of the Nindies that had uh, online play. <laughs> you know, you know, there's going to be a Smash coming up. You know that. Um, Splatoon's looking pretty dang good. So there's there's a plenty of stuff that I'm going to want to play online. So. Uh, you know, as as long as it as it uh, works, I'm most likely going to be paying for it. Even if I, regardless of how I'm going to chat to people, we'll we'll figure something out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It, it's it, here's the thing. I it, the Wii U as a console aside. And it's not a hundred percent Nintendo's fault with the Wii U. Um, I think there's a lot of weird issues, uh, but there's definitely some major faults in there. And Nintendo as a company has proven themselves to be pretty unreliable. Um, and they're, they're getting better with that. They're getting better with messaging, especially with the Switch. I mean, people at least know what the Switch is. At the very least, you know, if they know about Nintendo's new console, they know that it's not uh, Wii Two or a, um, a like a gamepad add-on to the Wii. So there's a lot of things that they're doing right right now. And um, I'm pretty confident that this new Nintendo that we're seeing is going gonna, is gonna to get close to uh, some expectations. I think that they're going to fall short in some things, but they're going to learn from it and um, make, that, make that thing a lot better. So nice. I'm just really interested to just get in there and start seeing what that online service looks like so yeah, cause that we can see if it's worth it. You gotta know, N Nintendo's not dumb. They know what everyone else has. Yeah. You know, they don't, they're not closed off in their own little bubble. As much as they as much as their you know, their hardware and their games make it seem like they are, <laughs> you know, because it's, you know, it's very, very different idea of what you know of uh, how they go into their hardware and how they go into the games but you know they know what's going on outside they know what everyone else has they know what their fans want they know what you know the fans are asking for so they're not dumb 
it's a matter of, you know, for them of making it, it's a matter of logistics. It's a matter of, you know, what's the most, um, I guess the most economical way of doing something. And which, you know, it's something that I, I definitely do appreciate. I, I would not want to be paying $60 for Xbox Live, $60 for uh, PS Plus, and then another $60 for the Switch online service. That would, yeah. Know, if, uh, if, you know, if it were to offer all that, you know, all the same kind of stuff. But yeah, if it's, if it's, you know, if it's stripped down, if they're charging so we can have, you know, certain, certain luxuries that we didn't have on the Wii U, like, you know, like a regular, like regular friend system, not having to deal right. with like friend codes and such. And, you know, already with the, with, you know, with the integration with like, um, social media to see, you know, share screenshots and such, there's already a whole lot of that going, you know, going into the system. So we... That it, just knowing that portion of it shows that they know what people want to do with it. So it's just, and even if we don't get everything that you know that we're expecting right out of the gate, hardware and you know is nowadays software can be written to accommodate what the hardware can do. Right. I, I remember Xbox 360 the day from day one to the day that Xbox One came out changed so much so much not not just by the software but just the everything that it you know that the the xbox live could do so i i i fully believe that you know that they'll uh if it's not exactly what we want right away that they'll take the steps towards making it closer to that to meet that expectation I'm not saying it's ever going to be perfect i can't you know no one can ever can ever say that they expect that but we know that they'll at least be working towards it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so those are those are the things that we're really excited about for the Switch. Uh, we're going to take a couple minutes here and also talk about Nindies. I know, Churro, you have uh, actually a lot more excited than I am. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm excited that, uh, I think I stated earlier, that the support is there. Uh, most of the, for the most part, uh, there are a couple games that I'm more than likely going to pick up, um, but they won't be right away as I just don't know how much time I will want to spend away from Zelda um, right away. So uh, let's talk about Nindies. What, uh, wh- how do you feel about um, how do you feel about the, just having the presentation in general? I I thought it was really good. Um, really enjoyed the. Uh... The the fact that they you know took the time to to do it because it that all those games that they showed could have just been something that you know the you know the system comes out you you go into eShop it's like uh you know a couple of games on here you go on a week later and be like oh there's there's a new game out oh, okay cool maybe I'll check it out but how often would you go into the eShop on either your Wii U or your 3DS I know for myself, it's very, very, very few times that I have ever gone in there to to see if there's anything new. So, Same. you know, every time that I would go on there to buy something, it was because I would have seen, you know, either news about it or, you know, some some uh, media outlet online would be talking about, you know, a, a new 
eShop game or Nintendo themselves would come out and be like, hey, this is going to be available in the eShop. So that was, you know, a really, I, I enjoyed that. I, I like, I like knowing ahead of time that, sure, you know, yeah. of, of that stuff. The good thing is <laughs> there wasn't, I can't think of, there wasn't really much that was like, oh, hey, you know, uh, a week. I know there was a couple of things. But not everything was like a week after, you know, launch, we're going to have all these games up, which is great because, like you said, I don't know how much time I want to get away from Zelda as well. Right. So, but, you know, it was nice to see that there's a pretty... Hold on a second. Okay, there we go. I had to let the dog out. Uh, <laughs> there was, a, you know, a good amount of stuff that was like, okay, this is within the first month. This is going to be within the first couple of months. You know, sure. it's, it's all stuff to be like... Um, like for example, uh, Wargroove, very cool looking game. Um, basically Advance Wars, like a medieval style Advance Wars. Sure. That man, that was one of those things where I, I'm a big fan of turn-based, uh, like uh, turn-based strategy games. Big fan of like Fire Emblem and such. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I don't know when this is coming out, but I'm picking it up day one. <laughs> that was kind of kind of that thing was like you know they a while back they had announced a full-fledged uh fire emblem full-fledged fire emblem game but that wasn't going to be out until next year so it was kind of a bummer to think that oh man i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have something to scratch that itch for a while but hey i got announced and i'm super looking forward to it Um, right and it's just it's just nice to know that there's going to be a good string of stuff to play and it's not all going to be sixty dollars, because that would be another uh, another bad thing for the wallet. But yeah, a lot of the stuff, you know, twenty dollars, ten dollars, you know, maybe maybe something bigger like a ukulele. I don't know how much that's going to be, but I can see it being a bit more a bit more on the pricier side. But for sure, it's it's you know I, I'm super stoked. Yeah, and uh, is there so Wargroove uh, definitely really clicked with you? Um, is there any other like specific indie titles that kind of piqued your interest? Interest, and maybe you might just because of having something like the Nindies, um, you might actually take a look at. Yeah, th- there was a couple, and I had written down the names of them. On a piece of paper that I forgot at my desk at work, so I don't have them on me. But um, there was a few that I that I can think of, which uh, Wargroove, of course, uh, ukulele looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Shakedown Hawaii <laughs> looked okay, looked pretty cool. Uh, the uh, sequel for uh, Retro City Rampage. Um, was it Mister Shifty? Looked pretty cool as well. That one looks pretty interesting, yeah. So there were 17 total games, and I'll yeah. list them off real quick. There's okay. SteamWorld Dig 2. Oh, man, uh, yes, SteamWorld Dig 2. Ukulele. the first one. Uh, Overcooked Special Edition. Heard good um, stuff about it, haven't played it. The Escapist 2, which apparently is pretty hype. Uh, hearing a lot of really good stuff about that. Um, Goner, G-O-N-N-E-R, Goner. Um, okay. Dandara. Kingdom, Two Crowns, Runner 3, Blaster Master Zero, Flipping Blaster Death. Blaster Master Zero. Definitely going to be picking that up. 
Graceful Explosion Machine, uh, Mr. Shifty, Tumble Seed, Shakedown Hawaii, Pocket Rumble, War Groove, and Stardew Valley. Now, Stardew Valley, I... <sighs> that is a game that I'm, I've been on the fence about for so long. Ever since it was first released, you know, I have... I have a good amount of friends that play on PC. You know, I've heard I've heard so much about it online, and it seems like a game that I that I would like. But it was just it just always felt like a thing that I, that I was just like, man, I don't. If I'm gonna sit down at my PC or at a console, I'm, this is not gonna be the first you know thing I'm gonna want to play. Right. I'm, you know, if I'm gonna sit down at my PC, I'll, I'll probably jump on like. Dota or something else. I'm, at a, you know, I I've been trying to platinum Final Fantasy 15. So if I'm at my PS4, <laughs> I'll probably load up into that. But that was a way, you know. But now on the Switch, I'm like, man, I can take, you know, I can take that on the go. Seeing as it's not as uh, as a graphically intensive game as Breath of the Wild, it'd probably give me a, a you know more than the estimated three hours. Sure. You can play on that, so I'm like, man, and the fact that it's gonna have a the uh, a multiplayer feature um, on there as well. I know it's a game that I that I know Nancy would probably like. So who knows? I I that might be the the time when I pick it up. We'll see. Nice. Yeah, and uh, and then of course we can't we can't forget um, some of the the. The other games, uh, Fast Remix, uh, Shovel Knight, both the Spectre of Torment as a standalone and Treasure Trove as uh, kind of the bigger package of all the Shovel Knight. So if you haven't played Shovel Knight, um, I'm one of those people who hasn't played Shovel Knight, but Treasure Trove Mm, sounds uh... like a really good idea for me to uh, jump in on. Um, So I'm actually kind of excited about that one. As someone who's, who's purchased it on every platform it's on, (laughs) <laughs> I feel like the only way to really be true to that to that is to bu- just buy it again because man, I loved Shovel Knight. Let's <laughs> buy it one more time. Yeah, you know, I just, it's, it's, I've already done it three times. What's one more? You know what I mean? Right. Really. But man, I I love that game. It's uh, it, super, just the the retro style of it, the retro gameplay, the humor in it. Just man, I. Possibly one of like my favorite indie games of the of the past generation, which you know coming out on launch day as well, man. That's just uh, it's depressing. Seeing, you know, looking at my bank account now because everything's just flying out of it. But man, I've uh, it's one of those things where it's like it's not even a question. I'm gonna get it. It's not even a question. Yep. I'm I'm looking at my shovel knight amiibo right now, which. <laughs> That along with the the Zelda ones are my favorite. So and the character of Shovel Knight is just awesome. I was playing it not too long ago. Um, again, because we uh, we got a nice 4K TV. So I had I put my PS4 Pro on there and I loaded that up and I was like, man, for for how retro this is supposed to supposed to be, it looks just amazing on this big old TV. Right. Uh, I'm just excited to play it again. It's it's such a fun game. I definitely would say for you to pick it up if you've, especially since you've not played it, man. 
How can you have not played it? <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that uh, I think that we're pretty much here at the end. Uh, we've been talking for quite some time. Um, any any last thoughts about uh, about the switch that you might want to just throw out there? And please let me save some money. <laughs> um, uh, on the real man, I'm. I like it's one of those from the moment that they first like that very first like announcement trailer in October last October. I did not know that I wanted that kind of a system so bad until I saw that. Right. Like, you know, because that that was always a thing. It was like, oh, do I want to get this? You know, on on like a, for for some games, like the very few games had uh like the the ps vita and ps4 like cross by feature it was like oh man i can like for example shovel knight that was one i was like oh cool i can be at home and play on my ps4 and then i can do the cross save and then play on my vita and that is awesome i wish there was more games like that but then there was some times where the same game would come out on both but it wouldn't have that feature and you'd be like "Ah, what do i buy it on do i buy it on (laughs) the system where I can play on my nice big old TV and sit comfy on a couch or, or do I buy it on the system that I can take with me and play when sure. I'm like at work on my lunch break or if I'm like waiting at the store or just you know whatever if I just want to lay in bed and play it even it's like sure it, it that's what it always came down to and it it never like occurred to me that you know there was there was always the rumors of when you know NX was still the code name that it was yeah. going to be this hybrid console and but you know until you actually saw it, it was one of those things where it's like uh, how would that actually work and you know in reality how good would it be but when I saw it, I was like no this is what I want this is what I've always wanted Some, somehow I've known that I've always wanted this and I just found out about it right now yep especially especially the moment in the trailer where they showed skyrim and it was clearly skyrim for the first time i was like no freaking way like uh i was sold i i specifically remember getting up early that morning or earlier that morning so i can get ready and then be nice and and chill when that trailer was uh was first shown and i specifically remember nancy had to run to save mart grab something i guess she i probably want to say she had like a potluck or something at work i don't recall but i remember she got back home and i was just like you gotta watch this <laughs> you just have to watch this this is amazing and yeah i'm i didn't know it was something i wanted now i want it and it's all i want i can't yep. imagine i can't imagine whatever comes after this to not be like this not right. be it, just a better version of it if they ever go back to a dedicated console, home console and a dedicated uh you know portable console i i don't know i don't know what i'd say which yeah is, i just uh i don't see it happening which, you know so quick question how long do you see it do you see the 3ds surviving after the switch comes out like let's be real they keep saying that I, it's not going anywhere but let's be real I think that it they will deliver, um, and it will get games. 
this year, 2017. But mm. I think after 2017, there's really no no chance. I don't know, understand why they why they would need to continue to support it. Um, right. It, it's the the whole idea of the switch pretty much en- encapsulates everything that the um, 3ds was and that the, the you know the Wii U could have been. So. Uh, I just don't see past 2017 actual support. Yeah. I think it's going to see some sharp, sharp drop off uh, after yeah. the Switch is released. Honestly, I can't like, I can't really think of much. Then again, there wasn't really much else for me to be excited about. As much as I love Fire Emblem, the fact that there's a Fire Emblem coming out on the 3DS after the Switch is out is kind of like a. Uh, am I going to even buy that? <laughs> Probably not. But like there's that I know uh, what was it Blaster Master Zero is gonna come out on 3DS as well. Um, I think we're still waiting on what was it uh, Super Mario Sports Superstars or whatever. Right. Um, I think that hasn't come out yet, has it? I it's and the th- anything coming out on the 3DS I've just kind of like thrown by the wayside because <laughs> I'm like I. Absolutely. For, for as much as I still play it, it's one of those things where it's like I'm not hype about it right now. Like, right, man, I'm I'm just so stoked. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah. So that's uh, I think that's all the time that we have. Uh, thank you for um, tuning in, for listening to our rantings, our crazy ideas, our tangents, off topic, so on topic. Tangents, man. So many tangents. Uh, I think that the main idea here is that we're so excited. We hope that you guys are excited. Um, this has been another Secret Bosses discussion. Um, Archero was here with us, uh, our main Secret Boss. Um, I am the Doctor, and Secret Bosses out. We out. <laughs>